Who are you going to call, Nomads? It is us, the Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, welcome to episode 65. I am Dave, your particle accelerating uh, Nomad host of the week. Uh, I am here with uh, Mr. Brandon. Are you a god? Topical, topical. Always answer, yes. And we're also here with Eric. Rivers are like the moms of canyons. <laughs> I don't know if you guys what? caught that one. No, I did not. That sounds like a podcast line. But that, no, it was one when they went up to the quarry, like all the teenagers from the, the restaurant, they like, or to the mountain. Um, like when they're pulling up, one of the teenagers said that. And I had to rewind it like three times. I'm like, what the fuck did that kid just say? Or- Rivers are the moms of canyons. Rivers are like the moms of canyons. That is deep. Deeper than I was expecting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're here to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. um, A much debated uh, newest entry in the Ghostbusters franchise. Um, uh, Much debated is a good word for it. Uh, We sent out a ping on social to chat about it. You can find us at the Nomads of Fantasy. Is it? At Nomads of Fantasy. At um, Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Please uh, give us a follow, tell a friend, you know, give a shout out, give a retweet. Um, Eric, it seems like this one was, uh, we got feedback all over the place on this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of would thoughts. You, would you send out there? Um, well, we basically just asked everyone what they thought of this movie and got a bunch of comments from people different very a lot of variety in the comments here um ryan wilson says the ending hit me pretty hard dot 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 yeah yeah okay um bleach bros podcast said it was fun wasn't the best in the series but was much better than this atrocity and then they posted a picture of the 2016 ghostbusters (laughs) movie um shoot the flick just says eh Cody says, I enjoyed it. I'm not a big fan. It was a little before my time, born in 89, but I do like and appreciate the original too. This one was a good third film in the series. Uh, Mackenzie Lambert says, a wonderful film that mixes Spielbergian child adventures with Ghostbusters. Wish they used some of Randy Edelman's score from Ghostbusters 2. I'll admit I cried in the climax. Uh, Okay, okay. Supreme Collector Nick says the cast was great and I enjoyed parts of it, but ultimately I missed the big city setting and the blue collar worker aspect of busting ghosts. Also, I hate the marshmallow scene. Um, yeah, I think I agree with both of those. That was yep. marshmallow scene I could see being divisive. Big Nick says I liked it. I felt it could have could have been better, but it def- definitely entertained me. Uh, Destroy All Movies said Ghostbusters was a kids movie. Ghostbusters Ghostbusters was not a kids movie. Ghostbusters was a comedy. Afterlife was mm-hmm. a kids movie and it was not funny. So as sequels go, it failed. Harsh. Well, I mean, that is a little harsh. It partially correct, but um, pretty killer podcast says, I think it was literal perfection cast storyline, old characters. It was one of the best movies I've watched in a long time. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice. Damn. It's a glowing high praise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony LaFauci says it was gr- excellent and general, generally a lot of fun. <laughs> Our friends at Wheel of Horror podcast says twas poop. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the, the troll or if that's actual. Uh, Lisa H says doesn't compare to 2016, which I don't know if that's a troll also like the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> 
And then the final comment is from the Movie Marquee Podcast. It says, I thought it was fresh and on par. Couldn't ask for much more skeptical about moving forward. That's a lot. Yeah, you know, they did they did do a lot of setup, and it was it is kind of like a true sequel to I don't know, I want to say Ghostbusters one because they didn't even mention Ghostbusters two. They only talked about they only referenced Ghostbusters one. They didn't mention Statue of Liberty walking through New York City or anything like that. So right. This um, could almost be like a Ghostbusters reboot. But one more thing I want to sure. promote here is our Discord server. Uh if you want, uh, yeah. if you want to join us, talk to us, whatever. We're always in there talking about nerdy shit, sharing stuff. Um, you can find us at thenomadsoffantasy.com slash discord. Uh, but we had a couple comments there as well. Um, RD Fine says, I haven't watched it yet, but maybe I should get on that. Apparently, at least some of it is set in my state and nothing is ever set here. So that's exciting. Which I think it was set in what, Oklahoma. Was it Oklahoma? Yeah. Yep. Which somewhere. Flat. A good point. Yeah. I feel like there's there are not many movies set in oklahoma um there aren't many mountains in oklahoma either are there i don't know i don't know if like a mountain range runs through there or not Hmm. i don't know much about my uh midwest geography somerville oklahoma yeah uh driving d well one of driving d van's comments says (laughs) thought number one slander this movie and i quit listening to the pod (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was really funny Um, slander we're all honest here we give a we give a good thousand level view but I will give a shout out to Driving D Van because he left a nice long comment. I think he is like number one Ghostbusters fan out there because he uh, was very passionate about this movie and left left us an excellent uh, story about his experience with this and his experience with the franchise in general. So I wanted to save that a little bit for our, you know it kind of relates yeah. to our main discussion. So yeah. we'll get into that a little bit um, after we take our first break, but. Yeah, let's let's break here. Take break now, and you know, let's get back into the, get into the meat and potatoes of it. Start busting some ghosts. Maybe have a Twinkie. Maybe yeah. have a Twinkie. Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back to talk some ghostbusters afterlife <laughs> get into uh some of the details <laughs> no um, man eric, you line two <laughs> <laughs> uh eric you teased a little bit about uh you know a little message from dv on the uh discord why don't we uh when we start with that and give a use that as a little intro into here yeah it's a good jumping off point um driving Devin, like i said he left us a great message in our discord server about his experience with the franchise as a whole and his experience uh, going into this movie. So I will cut it down a little bit um, and kind of summarize what he said. But thank you again. Um, so he basically starts out by saying that he's loved Ghostbusters uh, ever since he was a kid. The movies, animated series, merchandise and everything. Even the video um, game. The, ga- the game was good. He mentions what- the, the, the video game. Yeah. Um, and they got the likenesses and voices of all four of the original Ghostbusters in that game. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Like Which, if you're a I Ghostbusters mean, fan and you never played it, you should play it because it 
even Dan Aykroyd went out on record to say that it's the third movie. He basically said, yeah, it, this is Ghostbusters. And they're in right. the game the whole time. You're just like the fifth one and you're just a silent protagonist out with like the Ghostbusters. It's great. No, I yeah, I, I definitely want to check that game out because everything I see about it, it's like it looks really good. Um, but he goes on to goes on to say uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters answer the call movie came around and that's the one with all the lady Ghostbusters. Uh, what, who was it? Melissa McCarthy and uh, what's her name there? Leslie Jones. Yeah, it was like There's the Saturday Night Live crew kind of. Yeah. Um, but he yeah, basically said he, he didn't feel like it lived up to the sequels. Uh, or the originals, or a, was a direct sequel. Um, it was more it was like a, a little like disappointing. A yeah, a little bit of a. Reboot. It was it was like a reimagination of. Did you, did either of you guys see that one? Yeah. No. Of course, Dave. What did you think of that one? I I mean that's, it, I mean it wasn't great. They relied a little bit too much on the CG and not enough story. I don't know. You could tell that it was. I don't know. When it came out, those comedies, it's like The Office were popular, where it's like that. It's like awkward humor. Kind of, yeah, awkward improv kind of humor. And Ghostbusters is more of like a story kind of, like, you know, it's a script of humor Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it had a different vibe to it. I mean, I didn't think it was terribly great, but it was Ghostbusters movie. So, I mean, I was happy to It's a reboot, right? Or is it a sequel or is it a reboot? It's like a. I'm not exactly sure. I think there might be like the real Ghostbusters in there somewhere, but you saw like it. References, references to it. Yeah, like back in 2016. Where are the Ghostbusters? That was eight, already eight years six years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been lost to multiple hops. Yeah. hasn't at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of it's like in it's like a reimagining of the Ghostbusters, kind hmm. of. So interesting interesting okay i didn't i wasn't a great big fan of that one um but yeah he he goes on to say a few years after that there was rumblings of another ghostbusters movie Mm -hmm. and when the original teaser showed it they showed the ecto the original ecto one and then more details started to come out and apparently um jason reitman the director of this movie is the son of the original ghostbusters director ivan reitman um and you know, so this was a good sign for him that it was kind of keeping in with the spirit of the original uh, Ghostbusters movie. And like, apparently, um, Jason Reitman, like, grew up like basically on the set of the original Ghostbusters. And he's like, he was like the first Ghostbusters fan. So it was in good hands knowing that. It's also, when your dad's when your dad's making the movie. Hell right. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> So right off the bat, that was kind of a good sign for this movie for him. Um, but I'll just read this this next the last paragraph uh, verbatim because um, I think it kind of drives home how his feelings and thoughts on the movie, which kind of relate to ours. Um, so he says, fast forward to being back in a theater for the first time since the pandemic began. We're five minutes into the movie and I can feel myself grin and relax into my seat because it is already apparent this movie gets it. I'm not going to say it's a perfect movie, but I think... It is just about as good as you could possibly hope for in a direct sequel to a movie released 32 years prior. It is said that Jason Reitman was the first Ghostbusters fan, like I said, since he spent a lot of time on set with his dad for the originals. But I believe it based on the based on the carrot showed he showed for the original movies while also paving a path for the next generation of Ghostbusters. I walked out of Afterlife happy and honestly kind of in disbelief about how well they pulled it off highly recommend there's a lot of there's a lot to unpack in there oh yeah like i don't know i me and brandon kind of 
we are the older generation that kind of had it as childhood. I was a Ghostbuster. We grew up like on this my, shit. My sixth. I was going to say this was like or something like that. this is a Your franchise that's generation. made for us mm-hmm. yeah. and to pass on to our family of kids, so the next generation can love what we loved as kids. I mean, that's a hundred percent what this is. But Eric, you're I'm I mean, like we got, I'm in a weird position because I'm a '90s baby, so I'm like stuck in the middle here. Like Ghostbusters was just before I was born, and then like what? I mean, they had the the animated series in the '90s in that yeah, area, right? Yeah. But I was too young. Like I didn't, I never really saw any of the animated series, so I feel like the whole Ghostbusters thing kind of passed me by. I just missed it. Um, so my experience is a little bit different. Like I know no, you that you didn't I, have anything for you didn't have anything for a while while you were growing up. It was all like Star Wars and other nope. stuff, and then just like I feel like by the time game came, I feel like by the time I was like I don't know five or six, I was starting to get into like what I liked, like Star Wars and Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But like sure. there, like you said, Dave, there was no new Ghostbusters content coming out during that period, so like early two thousands. So I never really got that exposure to it. And I you didn't know how good Boston felt. Exactly. You, you never know. So I wasn't exposed to Ghostbusters until <laughs> a little bit later in my life. Like, I know I saw the original and I'm not 100% sure if I've seen all of number two. But Ooh. so I haven't watched the original in a, quite a few years. Um, but this movie definitely makes me want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, got Halloween coming up. That's a good one. to. Yeah, I really wanted to watch the first movie after this. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I really maybe. wanted to watch the first one after this. If... Well, they do take a lot of cues like there is a lot of references. They're not completely on the nose, but like everything is like I Brandon, you shared a video and it was like, hey, did you remember this? Well, hey, did you remember dude, this? Hey, the whole like, time, kind of whole time I was thinking throughout this entire movie, they did the same exact thing. They did with like Jurassic World and The Force Awakens, and like yeah, that's where like we're that. at, dude. I I like these I legacy wish... sequels, you know, it's it's that thing with the legacy sequels. The legacy sequels, yeah. Like they are, they are like, hey, you remember this thing? Hey, look, like, I'm not saying that I didn't like it, and I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but they are a little bit ham-fisted with that because they have like the whole scene with the Ecto One where it's like under a tarp, and you get a little bit of a teaser of it at first. You know, he and you see the Ghostbuster symbol, but then I don't know for some reason they change scenes or whatever, and then later you see him like you see the full reveal of the car and everything, and like it's Maiden Voyage when he fixes it up, like fixes it up. But like they did the same thing with like Jurassic World with the jeeps and everything. I don't know. It's just they. It's very self aware. Yes. It's part of something very special to a mm-hmm. very large audience exactly. from a long time ago, and that's where we're at with these sequels. We saw it with. Um, Blade Runner, which is a Blade Runner is movie another one that, was that got a sequel, you know, and now we're seeing like this and we're seeing with other things too. Now, I'll say this before we get too far into how we feel about things. I will say this at face value. This is a fun movie. It's a good movie. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very like fun if you didn't know about Ghostbusters before and you just were watching this, maybe some things would confuse you at the end because of the, the last act is like so fucking the first movie but if we ignored that and looked at the more of the original part of the story i would say it's a cute movie about ghosts in a small town when kids were figuring it out and i i think at that value i think it's it works it's a fun i think they do strike a very good balance between 
the nostalgia of the original one, showing the things that you want to see with like the original cast showing up again at the end and everything. But they do tell a good original story and they work in those things that you want to see. And I think in a, in a good Two way. things that were important to me going into this movie, because I love the first movie, but I'm not a huge fan. I, I enjoy it like I enjoy Gremlins. Like I have movies I, I watched in the 80s that I liked, you know, and I've grown up with these movies. So I, I like them, but I'm not it's like a little better than Gremlins. I love no Gremlins. Is, well, Ghostbusters versus Gremlins. Yeah. Ghostbusters I, I mean, they're so fucking nostalgic for me that I love both. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ghostbusters probably is like the better comedy. But anyways, oh yeah, two things that are important to me. Are the kid acting had to be good? Yeah. I knew and I, it I was, was. going to bring that up. I thought, yeah. It I, was. What'd you think? I thought it was good. Uh, everybody was a good part, actor yeah. except podcast. Podcast felt like he was from Nick Junior TV. He was so <laughs> flat and one note and I want to say, yeah, I did not enjoy him at all. He was charming. Like he wasn't a bad actor. I was just like, this is so. It's like the kid comic relief kind of. It's just all the time. There's no character development. I just. Didn't really care for him. He's supposed to be like Ray Jr. I felt that way with kind of a lot of characters in this movie, especially the kids. Um, but some of them, most of them were... Acting-wise, though, it was fine. No, acting-wise was fine. But I, as far as the characters go, I feel like most of them were one note a little bit. Um, Stranger Things kid. If the older he, brother, Trevor, yeah, like and the yeah, girl, Trevor, girlfriend, and all that shit was like, yeah, it was boring. It was like it was Trevor just there. was fine. Like I didn't even. He seemed like a good, a good casting choice there because. I didn't think, I think of. He was kind I of just a shitty kid. Watching like he was just Stranger a, Things. A little bit of a snot, kind of a, dick, a dick to his mom. But I think that, it. I think it takes me out of it. I just see Stranger Things. Like you're already playing nostalgic. Like you're already in a nostalgic show that's it's all true. about like, hey, remember the '80s? Now this kid represents uh, the '80s, and now I'm seeing him oh, yeah. in a movie. That's when I think like that's a little bit like. I think the cast, like again, his acting was fine. Yeah, I was just like him. Like I get it, but like, eh, it's two Stranger Things for me, which is fine. But I'll see Phoebe was really good. No, that she actress yeah. is good, man. She was a good actress, yeah. and I thought kind of she was the Grace, best yeah. part of this movie. I thought they did a really good job with that actress. And the other thing I want to say, though, the other thing I want to say is that <laughs> this number two was Egon, the actor, passed away. Mm-hmm. How are they going to write this in and not make it rude, disrespectful, cheesy, or whatever? Just too too take too much. I don't know. But I actually really like the idea. Kill him off in the beginning. It was a good idea. And he's a ghost guiding his family. I thought that was really clever. It just again at face value, these things work. I think the kid yeah. acting in that. Yeah, I feel like we're going all over the place. There's a couple of thoughts I have with that. Well, we'll get, but... well, I'm going to pull us back and we'll get into the plot in a minute. But yeah, let's get all, yeah, let's get all the thoughts out first real quick. That's it. Um, oh, well, one thing I wanted to say is that I wrote down, like we're used to watching like, I don't know if there's like a snobbery considered like with the word film, like we're watching films and like taking artistic looks at things. But this is like it's a popcorn movie. It's like a summer summer movie you go see you're like that's sweet you know maybe my kids will buy some toys we'll get a happy meal with a fucking proton pack in it and you know we'll forget about it in a couple months or you know but it's it was good i it's you just got to take it with a certain bit of like uh not unbelievability but you got to like uh i don't know what the phrase is you gotta you gotta suspend your disbelief a little bit it's better than sonic 2 
in Dude. Sonic 1. I'll okay, tell you we that. can't talk about Sonic 2 again. If you want to hear Brandon bitch about Sonic 2, you can listen to our catch-up episode <laughs> that we just did. Um, but uh, in a lot of ways, Dave, piggybacking off of what you just said, yeah, it's a fun popcorn movie. And in a lot of ways, it feels like an 80s movie. I mean, you have a bunch of these teens, and they're whatever. They're foolhardy teens going around trying to solve a mystery, you know? And that's tons, tons of 80, 80s movies were doing that. Um and even the characters, some of them were like stereotypical in one note, but I think it worked for this type of movie. Um, but yeah, I think this, it was fun. You got to kind of follow the, follow the formula mm-hmm. of, you know, how everybody gets set up and everybody meets in the end. I mean, it was very formulaic, like when you get towards the end and the exact same things happening from the first. It reminded me of um, Force Awakens, Force Awakens. Yeah. kind of like Ton, that, yeah. where it's like this movie like, is so like so take... similar to Force Awakens. And <laughs> listen, I love Force Awakens. So... I do too. It's making yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. It makes me think about things, man. It's making me thinking about a lot of things. As far as introducing it to the next generation, I think it did a fantastic. That's job exactly what it was trying to do, while still retaining in... some of the stuff from the original. Yeah. Yeah, you're tying in, trying to not make too many references to old stuff, which, but they do. Um, but even like the music, they follow like the same, the same eerie kind of music that they had a lot in the first movie. Um, I'm sure they had in the second too, but like that's, you just hear that and you get that instant, like creepy, spooky Ghostbusters vibe to it. So I don't know. I think it's, I thought it was good for what it, what it had to be mm-hmm. because dv said like 30 you gotta think it's like 32 years later though too so like yeah it's hard to hard to come back and make something groundbreaking off of that you know after being that far after there's a lot of baggage that comes with this this franchise too you know yeah man for such a stupid movie to kick off a franchise yeah like what has happened to this franchise it's such a ridiculous silly movie the people adored and they demanded a second one. They didn't want to do it, but they did the second movie. And it, and it's good. It's not a great movie, but it's a good sequel. You know? And then they made nothing after that because they just oh, couldn't figure it out. They so couldn't long. live up to the hype because it's lightning in the bottle kind of thing. It's just like you can't... It's like the... You know, a lot of movies are like this. At, at this Park. point, being, being so late and you see well i mean this is what you just said with jurassic the new jurassic world or the final jurassic world where they brought back all the old cast and you're like oh these people look old as fuck like no wonder they're not in the jurassic park movies anymore i felt the same thing in this one because dan Aykroyd and bill murray just look old as shit ernie looks good as ernie looks ernie looks looks great Dude, he's but, 76 yeah, years him. old. It's crazy. Really? These dudes yeah, look like man. they're going to wow. fall over. He's the oldest but, of them, too, Ernie is. Really? Yeah, he's I think it's because he doesn't have any gray. Yeah. But, yeah, like, at, like it needed a reboot for the next generation because these dudes, I mean, Harold already died, and these guys, I mean, Bill and Dan aren't going to be around for terribly much longer. So it's good that they got this out of the way. And they're reintroducing, rebooting it, and doing it in a respectful way. So they had to do it. Yeah, I feel like they had to do it now. And with the way it ends, we can get into that. It does set itself up for another movie. Like it, yeah, it doesn't have to. Do. Like it doesn't necessarily have to have another one, but it does set itself up if they want to make another one. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you want to get into the the plot stuff now? You guys got everything out of your brains? Sure. I'll do, we can do a quick a quick jump through. We're not going to go beat by no, beat. No, I feel yeah. 
Um, I mean, we open with Egon. Egon, well, I guess this is where the spoiler warning kicks in, too, so if you haven't seen this... Semi, yeah, semi-newish. Oh, I've already spoiled this part, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, whatever. Egon dies in the very beginning. He's but that, trying to that trap a ghost intro. and dies. And he's like, for some reason, they're not showing his face, but like you know, I Makes sense. Like, yeah. The actor's dead. Like, all right, they're not going to show him. <laughs> for some reason, in this scene, they don't want to show his face. Well, like, they uh, don't even... They don't even say his name until, like, the daughter lashes out, like, an hour and a half into the movie. So, like, he's just unnamed our dad for mm-hmm. the longest time. Just kind of weird, but... Well, that's the grudge that she had. You get the... And, I mean, everything gets kind of repeated at the end. Um, basically with the trap that it, he's trying to set. Yeah. But, you know, he dies the same way that, you know... Like, hands come out of the chair and grab him. Like, they... they they repeat a lot of those tricks. They try to, but um, yep. after Egon dies, you get the family. The family's getting booted out of their house. They're going well, to pick Egon's up the, daughter and yes. her and times grandkids are, and her two, two kids. kids. And times are tough. She's like laying on rent. The landlord's kicking her out, and she inherits Egon's property, which is mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. Where are they living? They're actually really far. They're living in the city. It was in like yeah, I don't know. You could be any city i don't know but yeah i don't know basically so they pack up all their shit and they move out to uh what is it called somerville, somerville oklahoma. oklahoma they take over you know the crazy dirt farmer's house which apparently egon just didn't do anything and he's got like crazy writing outside of his house yeah talking about talking like about the apocalypse and, yeah yeah that was a little that was a little well he knew that right he there. knew something was coming he was trying to prepare for it. How did he? How did the, he know? At this part of the film, though, I was starting to like, and I again, like again, fun movie. Like I don't hate this movie or anything like that. But like at this part, I was kind of like disappointed where this was going, because Egon split off from the crew mm-hmm. and went and did his own thing, and there was like a fight. And I feel like I've seen this before. For like some reason, once you know, I know they explain it later with like financial issues and you know all that stuff, but it just seemed out of character for the other three to give up on Egon. And not believe him. In, like, and not believe in him. When, when <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, like we know how tight the, those four guys were. And like, you figure just, he'd, he'd explain it to Dan Aykroyd, and, you know, they're all about Shandors and, well, I forget what the book, the book that they look everything up in. But, yeah, it was a little weird that they, like, you know, they split and you never, but they did kind of explain it later, you know, how they were, they're, you know, they busted Gozer, so all the ghosts started disappearing. Mm-hmm. They make no reference to Ghostbusters 2 anywhere in there. Yeah, they, but I, I read a little bit about, like, they didn't completely retcon everything from Ghostbusters 2, but they just didn't mention it at all. But the director says, like, oh, no, Ghostbusters 2 is still canon, so, like, I don't know. I don't know what the whole deal with that is. It's kind of... It's a sloppy franchise. Yeah. You just kind of go with the flow. This is the thing. I think I, they're, like, like is... they're playing more off, like the people who remember the first one. Cause I mean, the first one yeah. was the hit, you know, is the, yeah, it's the classic. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense to go back to the, back to the beginning, back to your roots. But, um, we get introduced to the kids. We got, uh, Trevor from stranger things. <laughs> um, he's got the hots for the girl at the, at the spinners, spinners, spinners restaurant, car hop. 
And then Phoebe's going to school with uh, Paul Rudd. So, so my Paul first Rudd's question <laughs> teacher. was, why is Phoebe in summer school? Just because she wants to be or because like, she, no, su- she says something summertime. about missing. She missed it's some like, stuff. Like okay. some so why isn't fucking uh, it's like summer camp for her it's not like like she doesn't want to go to camp like okay. she'd rather she'd rather be learning science that's what it, or like that's what i science. that's what i thought but i was like you can just enroll in summer school if you want to it's kind of yeah. weird but okay it's like oh, okay oh that would happen okay well whatever it was it was fine yeah you meet like which this shit like kind of like annoys me a little bit too <laughs> paul rudd is single and he's just Bebopping around town as like a science teacher in Oklahoma, yeah. Like get the fuck so out of here. Paul my Rudd, wife Paul just Rudd like, makes everything better. All right. Oh yeah, oh my God, Paul Rudd is in this, and I'm like, he yeah, was very in Paul, Rudd Paul Rudd, and apparently he's too. yeah, yeah, he's saying I yeah, he's saying some guy, he, but like, he's single. Like get out of here. He had <laughs> all the all the standard lines, all the standard like De Niro smirks. Like he was, I mean, it was Paul Rudd as Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, himself. he was yeah. playing playing himself. Yep. He was fine. He was fine, uh, and and the mother was fine to the kids. So you didn't like, like you didn't like podcast, Brandon. I just didn't like him because <laughs> I, I I watch a lot of kids shows. You know, I kind of keep up on what my kids watch, and I pay attention to the shit. And he like watches the show called iCarly, and no, the horrible. acting in that show is podcast. Like it's just mm-hmm. he's 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 not a great actor, but they pulled it off enough that it didn't bother me. But you know, I should have liked this one because he's a podcaster. No, he, he did podcast. He, but he I did just, feel like, like he was a kid from like yeah, one of those live action Nickelodeon shows or something. There's no emotion. There's no depth. He's just like, oh, I'm in a jail. <laughs> this is cool. Right. And like really, like like you know, Phoebe's <laughs> right. Podcasting is his whole you. persona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I just so he he I didn't really care for that kid, but whatever. He was fine. He didn't bother me, but you know, he was just kind of a side character. He is comic relief, uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get introduced to everybody, you find out Paul Rudd's the teacher, there's a seismologist, and there's earthquakes happening. Imagine that, how convenient there's a seismologist working at Oh yeah, school. of course. But um No, and it kind of sets up that plot line too. I guess they have an earthquake when they first get to the house too, so you know, it sets up that little mystery. He doesn't do a really good job call. exploring where the quakes are coming from he couldn't like, triangulate it right that's what he was saying yeah he couldn't pinpoint I mean, the origin they of are it. yeah they are technically like a couple miles down the road like <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like, like a car ride would take you to a friggin well elevator shaft yeah there. well it was, i mean that's cool but um one of the cool things i thought was um i guess you go back to the house and phoebe's you know they're um what is it? She finds like her chest set gets knocked over. And oh yeah, setting that up. Like I thought that was kind of a cool little touch. Where like, that was nice. You know, you can tell that you mm-hmm. know now we know what happened there. So right. Um, and yeah, then it was, eventually cool. leads her to the it leads her to the ghost trap in the floor, which was kind of interesting. Like hey, okay, She's a smart cool. kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly an Egon kind of a Spangler. You know. And, yeah, even from the beginning, like when she, they're back at the old apartment and she's fixing like the electrical wiring so she can like run experiments in her room and shit like that. Like I'm like, all right, yeah, they're like you know, it grounds well, the they, kid as like the subject matter expert there. Apparently, each one of the kids was supposed to represent one of the original cast members. So like, Phoebe, oh, you don't say, right? Yeah, mm. Phoebe oh. is Egon. Um, which am I call Trevor is supposed Pod- to be 
uh, podcast is is podcast uh, is Ray, right? Is Ray? Yeah, yeah. Trevor is Winston, I think, and then who's the other one? Venkman. Trevor's who, not who, Winston. I thought oh. no, it's Bankman and the girl is Winston. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. They literally okay, took yeah, three yeah, white people yep. and met okay. three white people and took a right, black person and right. black person. Okay. That, yeah, it was yeah. very That's a little to uh, too on the nose. The whole movie is on. The whole movie. You just got to check your. It's just like, this is not a smart movie. It's just a fun no, movie. It's not right. a film. It's a movie. Yes. It's yeah. exactly that, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go down that rabbit hole, you'll be like, people are fucking stupid. There's a ghost and you just react like nothing happened. It's right. Turn your brain off and you're, you're okay. No. Which is, this is how you watch <laughs> Ghostbuster movies. Yeah. That's it exactly. Nice. And, you know, you get the, you get the comedy thrown in there between, you know, like that's what the signature movie is. I forget who said it in the beginning, but like the original film wasn't a kid's movie. It was a comedy. Mm-hmm. But this one, I've, you know, it had to be a kid's movie because it's the last that we're going to, see dan or bill i would argue that it should not have been a kids movie it should have been a movie that we should have had they're trying like, to do the they're intru- you gotta get to the introduce next... it to no, the new generation no. fuck that let the franchise die dude no it's it's not star wars it's not it lord of the rings years. it's not made to be an epic it's a great movie that came out in the 80s had a decent sequel they fumbled with another movie they made a game but like come on like there's no we don't these guys are old we don't need ghostbusters the franchise like, are you guys tired of being milked for, like, every idea that we grew up in? <laughs> you think our kids does, need to have what we grew up with? Why don't you, don't you watch Buck Rogers when you're growing up? You didn't. You didn't watch what your parents watched. You, you take, watched what was coming out. You take all the shit that you liked when you were a kid, and you find out what demographic has the money right now, and then exactly. you pander yeah, to their shit. But make a movie for them, for, the, for well, adults. It's like, why did they make listen, it for kids? That's, they why, made that's it, the only complaint I have. No, they didn't make it for kids. Them. They made it for you to show your kids because you loved the movie so right, much as mm-hmm. a kid. Right. For, exactly. So you're right. Like, they want us to. It's a. They business want you thing. to introduce it, your kid yeah. to the franchise, and this is how you. And yeah, this is how you do it. Right, so that's why I say that tweet, that that comment is very true, and that's how I felt. I was just like, man, like that's my only beef is that this movie, like it's good, it's fine. Like I don't, I'm not gonna hate it. It's a good. There's so many worse sequels and movies with yeah. fan service. I think but, nostalgia uh, hasn't been made Brandon. for like me. It's just me. I got a big end. surprise and just for, you, for me. Uh, my generation, I'm, like the ones that made the the made the first one a success because we loved it and we talked about it. Therefore, it, they got a, another movie. We did that as fans. So give us a movie that's made for us. But anyways, whatever. I'm I'm off myself. Well, good news, Brandon. On June 8th, also known as Ghostbusters Day, um, the Afterlife sequel will be arriving in theaters on December 20th, 2023. So... Oh boy! There are more coming. So and it is a it is mark my words. It's going to be a bad movie because like no, they're just going to take what they set up here and just make a new one. I don't know. I don't know. They're They're not going to add anything new. They got their goodbyes in. They set everything up. We've already referenced like Star Wars. They're trying to do like the four like the sequel trilogy type thing. They're going to try to explain how ghosts work or something like that. You know. They're trying. Yeah, to, yeah. Slimer's gonna Slimer's gonna make a sequel, or an appearance in the next one. Slimer's gonna come back, of course. and Muncher's gonna and him are gonna like become buddies. It's how just do you have a Ghostbusters out. movie without a Slimer though? Like, come on. This one was in the country. Slimer. I don't know. It's like Star Slimer's Wars without R two D two and C three PO. Let's add BB eight. Right. You know. Well, is Munch, did you do, Muncher didn't. I don't know. He was okay. He, he didn't ring the didn't same. Didn't really do it for me. Same. I don't know. How can kids wear adult size? Uh, suits 
at the end of yeah, the movie, true, you know, yeah. or a proton pack that probably weighs a hundred, that probably weighs more than Phoebe, and yet she right. put it on oh. and didn't fall over backwards. Like that's the right. thing that you don't have right. to think about. Or I was gonna thrown, say we could we could pick this movie apart all day. It, right. You know? This yeah. is yeah. The, you'll, you'll you'll hate this movie if we go down this path. It's oh, like one other <laughs> one other bone I do have to pick though is this kid Trevor. How does he just know how to fix a car? There's no reference to anything before that he's well, like a mechanic or any sort of like interested in cars. Changes at oil, all. I think, in the car at one Something point. Something I didn't notice until the second uh, viewing of this movie is that Ooh, number two. Egon actually helps him fix the car. Yes, but he to get to that point, all Egon did was fucking connect a wire. Connect a wire, but sure. to get to that point, like he knew, must have known something about cars. I don't, I don't know. know. That's just a dumb. Maybe he went, maybe he learned it in shop. You never know. You didn't, we didn't get that far into his background. No, I, but that's a, where where was everybody in Walmart in that scene? I mean, like this this movie. It's there just, are a lot just, of things. It was late at night. You can't. You can't yeah, he was going. Paul Rudd was going for a midnight these. snack run. All right, you guys are. Yeah, you're leading me down a dark path that I don't want to go down. Let's <laughs> no, get, let's get I don't want. No, I don't want to pick this. Yeah, I don't want to pick nitpick everything. I know. I don't want to hate on stuff. Because it's a, like I said, it's a movie. It's not a film. You can't critique every tiny little thing in it. So you got to have the right frame of mind when you're watching it. It's a Ghostbusters movie. You're there to have fun, see people shoot proton packs at shit, and bust some ghosts. So, yeah. All right. Sure. So, back to the story. Let's jump back in here. Um, well, this we is had... about the time where they release the fucking demon from the ghost trap, <laughs> which was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Well, I don't um, even remember. Oh, yeah, because they, they brought the ghost trap to school. And, and Paul Rudd's like, it looks like a replica. Right, it's a replica. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and shit, he, is this no. thing real? History is safe. So they, they try to open to it up. Bus with a fucking pair of jumper cables. Yeah. Which <laughs> is fantastic. Because science is punk rock, bombs. right? This, so this part here was not at all like on the totally. nose to me. This yes. was this it's is the rock. beauty of Ghostbusters. It's the, science. the, the scientists doing Ouch. science things. Fire Ray and that. Egon are always up to something. And I loved it. And Bankman just didn't fit in. And he was just kinda like the cool one and, and like the funny one. Alright? But I've always wanted to do this. With this scene here, I really like this because like that felt to me like these are the little moments that make um Ghostbusters, the little scientists, stuff like that, experimenting. But we didn't get any more experiments after this, which was kind of a shame. But I thought that this scene was like fresh, but felt like Ghostbusters without being a wink, wink, nod, nod, you know. And it also made sense because he was a fan of it. He's like, yeah, this shit happened in the 80s. Like, that was a big deal. And the ghosts disappeared. And he's just like a fan. Yeah. So we so we released one of the dogs. Dog goes back to Ghostbusters Temple. We go test out some proton packs, which... She figures out how to repair a proton pack, you know. Great, Egon helped her out, you know. That's cool. You know, I'm not gonna. You don't. You don't got a nitpick. Well, she was already. The kid, the, the I was fine with it. this because she was yeah. ar- already showing like signs that she was a really smart kid and like she knows about science. She, she knew what some parts were in there. Right. And, you know, she knew the parts. Like Egon just gave her a little nudge in the right direction, which I I thought was cool. Which is great. Like that is very clever. Like I definitely liked. Again, I think I said this before, how they use Egon. I thought this was very tasteful. Mm-hmm. Let him guide his child. Not, yeah. not his child, his grandchild, which I thought was really clever too because like it's been so many years. Like This part is all works for me. This is great. Yeah. Again, she's she's my favorite character. Like She's she's great in every scene. Doesn't ruin anything. She actually enhances things. Um, yeah. I wanted her to be 
in it as much as she could be. Good, good performance for sure. And it's nice to have a good found. That's what makes me not worried about the movies going forward. Is that the casting in this was super good. Everybody played a good part. I mean, we'll see what they do with podcasts, whatever. He was, yeah. he was just like that. He was the annoying friend. He wasn't his charm. He didn't have Bill Murray's charm to him, but who does? No. So that's not even something you can compare a little kid trying to pull that off. So, but that's its own thing. So we, so we get introduced to Muncher. You know, we test out the proton pack. We shoot some bottles. We conveniently hear yeah. ghost over there. Go start the effects them. are really good too. Like this is one of the better things. Like when the later installments do come out, like the fact, I mean, not that they're bad in the original two or whatever. They, no. they're they're good, you know, for eighties and stuff like that. Actually, they're they're kind of really charming nowadays too. But but it was really cool seeing Dude, all those shots. Like it looked great. I keep going. I know I keep going back to like comparison comparisons to like the Force Awakens, but it felt like something like that because like when the Force Awakens came out, you hadn't seen live action Star Wars since like the prequels. You know what I mean? And like the, mm-hmm. the special effects back then were were what they were. All CG, all that stuff. But the Force Awakens just brought it into like the next generation. It looks so good. And I felt the same about this movie. Like seeing, yeah, the proton packs, the muncher, the ghosts, the whole chase scene with the Ecto-1 and yeah. everything. Like all, all looked really good. Yeah, I like that. The chase through town. Like the, the fact that they figured out how to use like the side suicide door. Some of that stuff is like the convenient don't. Don't pay attention. Like the kid driving the RC car perfectly down the street. I'm like, whatever. Yep. Like it could have some cool tracking on it. We don't know. But yeah, that was a cool catch where they got that. They got caught by the cops. Are we skipping a part here too? Because um, the kids no, went up to the mountain. I mean, the kids really. went up to the mountain. Her brother, like, I don't know, is like flirting with yeah the girl and they, they all go hang out. There's a little. Right. That's how they. This is after the ghost. After well, the ghost. Ghost escapes. The they're at the. Like they're at the fucking mountain or whatever and then they hear like goes yeah. and but then they all just they all start laughing like i don't know they thought it was a joke or something and the, they so all just kind of laugh it off yeah they're like oh like yeah, this shit happens in, wouldn't you be people, freaked the fuck out movie you... people never <laughs> act this is like yeah. a lot of movies any movie that has anything with like superheroes or monsters or anything crazy people never act no like they would in like, real life, yeah. If you saw Batman in real life, you would probably laugh at him. You would look at a giant ass man wearing a cape with pointy ears in his face. I mean, you well, might not laugh when he's, he's punching doing. people. Yeah, it depends yeah. what but he's doing. But you just saying, if he's just wa- if he was just walking by though, you would be like, "What the fuck?" It also depends what era yeah, of I mean, Batman we're talking about. If it's like, oh, yeah. if it's like Adam West Batman, <laughs> yeah. yes. But if it's like Christian Bale Batman, well, I might be a little story. scared. Yeah. But yeah, these kids should be like shitting their pants. Like I'm in my early forties, I would be shitting my pants if, if a ghost literally moved a light in front of me. I'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, I thought that was one of the scenes, and I, that's why I actually wrote this down. And you said that earlier that when the kids were up there, I'm like, it doesn't feel like it's trying to recreate Ghostbusters, but it still has Ghostbusters elements to it, which I thought was cool. Um, it wasn't trying to, you know, nothing too on the nose, no. Like just the music was the only thing that reminded me of the old movies there, but it was all new stuff. So mm-hmm. I definitely thought that was a cool one to point out when they were up there. But yep, kids get into a chase, they catch a ghost, they get caught by the cops. I thought for sure they, they were gonna do the thing where like they drive recklessly through town, blowing all the shit up, and then they just get away like nothing happened, like no consequences or anything. But I like that they actually got caught 
and thrown in jail and were like, you know, just like the like, first. This is movie. not okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got to hit that beat. Yeah, but, but didn't really didn't really pan out. I don't even know why they, they. This was like a nod to the older movie because, like, the sheriff is seems like he's set up to be proven wrong and or like you know like right. we're gonna get our car back and it's just kind of just just doesn't go anywhere kind of no. thing. I, I didn't need this scene to be honest with you. Like, the, I think the kid should have just got out of it and kept the car. Well, also losing the car made no sense. Fucking uh, Phoebe th- literally threatens to shoot the cop with the proton pack. And also, no <laughs> yeah, consequences. No consequences right. for that. Yeah. <laughs> right. But right. You know, I thought that was out of character too. That, so. Yeah, so did I. I was like, that's she. I mean, I get that she was upset and like she wanted to keep going with her. But that's when she goes home and kind of uh, rips into her mom for not telling her that her dad is Egon Spengler. Like, there's this whole time she's kind of been keeping this. Like, they don't know their grandpa. Wait. They don't know anything about him. We skipped over well, a major scene. Sure, who which you, one? Who are you going to call? And she calls fucking Dan oh. Aykroyd. I'm, I'm going to ignore that happening because like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew right. it was going to happen in the movie. Yeah, and this but is the It's one an important that... development because like, if she didn't call them, they never would have showed up. You know, It's like I got a bad feeling about this in Star Wars. You know the line's going to be thrown out of course. in the movie somewhere. Of course. But, it's fine. I mean, this one, this is the scene that, you know, it's good to see raise a cult and, you know, all that kind of, you know, all the old Ghostbuster stuff, but Dan Aykroyd was looking a little rough. He was looking rough, and he was acting rough. Like I just wasn't (laughs) feeling it. Yeah. Um, When we saw him, or I mean, the guys later was a little clunky, but because they had just references to old jokes later in the movie, but um, it 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 made me see that like the cast now is set up to handle this well. Like I don't know if like you know the. Those guys are great actors in their own right, but you know they're getting old. They're it's a it's it's tough to pull off, like mm-hmm. and to keep something like that running. So it made me glad to see them in here, but made me also glad that we're handing it off to the next the next generation. Right? Yeah, they could have done something else with with the way they brought. Well, whatever. I mean, that it was part, the same. That part was a I know. I keep going back to it. It's the same thing with like Han Solo in uh, Force Awakens. You know. Like they didn't yeah, kill they... off the original Ghostbusters in the end of this movie, but they might as might as well have, you know. Like that was kind of their last whatever stand, I guess. But I mean, well, with the way they set up, they set it up at the end. We might see more of uh, of Ernie there, but whatever. We'll get into that later. Keep going. Keep going with the yeah, plot. I, for, I forgot. About, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about there, but yeah, we'll come back. Um. Oh, if you don't know, okay, well, like I said, we'll get to oh, the Dave, end of the movie. They have, I, like, five, like, endings after the credits, dude. Right. I so hope you didn't miss, it was a I movie that miss the after credit scene, the after after credit scene. There's, like, two. There is oh, two. Oh, maybe I didn't miss? I mean, oh, I no, the after there after. is two. Dude, they did the fucking Marvel thing where they do a mid credit scene, and then, like, once you stay toward, to, like, the entire credits, there's another longer scene at the end motherfucker mm-hmm. all right yep yeah well, i guess i got some youtube in to do which is the better one too the one that they the do better with bill one. murray yeah, definitely. and sigourney weaver was like kind of stupid it was, it was just like oh no, that was fun it was, it was just an excuse it was, little... it was an excuse to bring back sigourney weaver for sure right it was just like you couldn't have done anything else mm-hmm. i don't know i don't whatever who cares i don't know hey, maybe yeah. they, i 
it also builds in the canon that did they get married down the road? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do we need to... Yes, <laughs> probably. Did probably, they have a kid yes. together? Well, Whose she kid was. Is that? No, she was wearing a wedding one. ring, but obviously they don't explicitly say that they're married. But she was wearing a wedding ring in that scene. Oh, I didn't notice. Okay. Huh. All right. Um. Back well, anyway, so yeah. So she learns all the stuff of what happens. She's really proud to be a Spangler. Now she's yeah. re- like, she's gonna go and solve the thing. Solve the thing that her grandfather couldn't, whatever that was. She knows was. that, yeah. She knows strange things are afoot. Stranger so, things. Okay. What did you think about um, <laughs> Gary and the mom dating? Oh, it's, I mean, it was, I saw it coming a mile away, but it was yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't know. It was cute. Their little flirty thing. Her hatred of science. I mean, I get it. Like, your dad ditched you, so she's got, like, this complete aversion to... I think I it's like that. I think it's Science. funny a little later that they um banged when they were possessed by the uh the ghosts. I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught that, but they were when they were possessed like by the I forgot their names, whatever Gozer's minions were. Um gatekeeper and Yeah, the keymaster? gatekeeper and the keymaster, yeah. Both of them were possessed and apparently they're like I don't know, in love or together, but when they were possessed, they they got down. They got down on oh. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, when well, she puts her dress on. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right? Nope. Yeah, which is fine. That's nice. Yeah. Um, goes her baby. Well, this rolls into the uh, the Walmart scene. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I don't know what you guys thought about this. This but... one is a... This one I can see being divisive. Yeah, I knew it was going to be an issue because I knew that people just on, on the internet were just complaining about this. I didn't like have a huge problem with it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. I don't know. It, so it's, could, it's very dumb. It's it a is very dumb. Dumb scene. But so they, they had to have some way there. to bring back Stay Puff, you know. Uh-huh. That he's was, not going to be stomping yeah. through Oklahoma. Did they have to bring him back? They didn't have to, but they were like, listen, we got to find him. I knew when they were making this movie. They had they had to hit all the beats. You know what major. the fans don't want? Four women playing Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> you know what they want? They want the OG cast and they gotta get Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, it's like a fucking checklist, man. I was just like, I can see why people didn't like it. Yeah. Like, it's cute. Like, it's cute. My kids were giggling like crazy watching. Like, That's for the kids. That's for the kids, yeah. man. Yeah. But for us, it was like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. But I could have done without it. I think they could have done something more unique mm-hmm. instead. They could have had the same thing with him with ghosts. They could have done something just unique like their own original idea but this is not an yeah. original idea this movie the only thing original about it is the setup other than that it's not an original idea it's, it's, it's fan service galore it's the same formula that they, Which they is where got we are grab from the first movie but mm-hmm. i don't know the one thing i didn't get it was like you know he sees the first one come out of the bag and then all of a sudden they're just like a million of them everywhere and i'm like well what, what the fuck is going on here i know i was waiting for like employees to be like hung upside down like this is like a gremlin scene or something like that mm-hmm. it was just yeah that's yeah it had that good gremlins vibe to it but yeah you get the the chase scene and the trashing the cg was a little wonky there but i thought it was cool to cool to see especially when he chucks the ice cream at the the beast's face and <laughs> ice cream bounces off the monster's face. It made me chuckle. So, it's job completed. Yeah, not, not as bad as people made it. It's just like, whatever. But I mean, you think back at like the first Ghostbusters movie, like, alright, uh, what's his, uh, 
the dorky guy's the tax accountant's Rick, name. Rick, I forget his name. Uh, uh, Rich, Rick Morant, Rick Morant. Yes. Yeah. But like he's got a he's got one of those dogs in his closet, and like we don't question that crap. Like, but when they do something like this with like a dog in Walmart, like we got to nitpick it here. No. Like, there's there's holes in the original Ghostbusters too. Like all sorts of convenient truths and yeah. things like it's a that. Dumb, so. It's mm-hmm. a dumb. You just gotta us. yeah. You gotta take everything <laughs> at, silly at face value. You know, and you can't For really sure. you can't think too much about it. Uh, um. I think after the Walmart thing, that's when they go down the mine. That's when they're like, okay, we got to figure out what's going on. It's coming from the mine. So they go down the mine shaft. And then uh, uh, J.K. Simmons is randomly down there. (laughs) I couldn't tell. My wife is like, oh, my God. The guy from I'll Say commercial. I'm like, J.K. Simmons? Yep. Oh, Oh, man. Or I'm not I'll Say. Farm. Farm Oh, my God. It was so funny. He would... His whole, I don't know why he was in, so he, what, he was like the founder of the town or whatever, right? Or what was it? Or he, I forgot. He was a Gozer worshiper. And that's, he's the one that yeah. built, built he, the tower right. from the first movie. And this he, is yeah, the Yeah, he's mine. connected from the first one. This is okay. the mine that he got all of the selenium. I forget what the metal was. Selenium, yep. Selenium. To make the tower. Selenium, whatever. So I like I like that tie in that the Shandor like you go back to the Shandor roots. So I guess where... that's just not my I guess that's just not me remembering a lot that, of because that's a movie. fucking deep cut. Yeah, that's a yeah. deep. That's like real hardcore fans would really appreciate that, which is fine. Like that's cool. It's cool that they did this. I, I like that. And then J.K. Simmons gets ripped in half like two minutes later, which is pretty funny. So the so the mom at this point though she's at the house and she's kind of discovering that her father was not neglecting her she she was actually part of his life but he was doing something that was bigger than their family mm-hmm. um trying to save the world so she, and uh she's like following like you know whatever spirit around the house or something like that she finds a thing da, da, da. but this scene so i watched this movie with my wife my seven-year-old and my three-year-old <laughs> and i knew there'd be a couple scary scenes in this movie but i'm like whatever we're gonna do this because like i know that the kids aren't gonna die and whatever it's not horror movie it's just got some horror ish elements to it um but when she turns around and looks behind her it's just like a void of darkness in the room and then all of a sudden one of those wolf-like things jumps on her oh yeah my seven-year-old instantly gets up and books it to my wife oh my god crying it was so scary to him my three-year-old is laughing. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> She's like, they got her. And Jack's just like not saying that anything. That big dog. It was scary. And I'm like trying to hold it in. Because like, this sounds like bad parenting, but like, I knew I knew that shot, what was going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. It's, it's, and I go, I go, guys, that's what we call a jump scare. It's okay. They are designed to make you do that. And it's you're totally feeling what you should feel, which is scared. It's okay. Like, I'm sorry you're crying, but to me, it was great to see, you know? Like, I just, like, because you know, when you get older, your, your you don't really bring me jump joy. like, you don't no, really react like that. I don't, I'm well, not traumatizing with having a good one. No. Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know, I'm not making watch like Halloween or Friday the 13th or anything like that, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, that scene got him jump. My wife jumped, my two kids jumped. It was great. I feel like the, the last act moves pretty quickly. Like once start, once shit starts going down, like and everything, whatever the ghosts start appearing and Gozer comes back and like they start fucking shit up, like it moves pretty quick towards the end. What did you think of Gozer? 
well, it was, what, it was Olivia Wilde, right? She yeah. played, like, yeah, which was kind of weird. She's, like, uncredited in the actual credits. Like, they, hmm. they credit the voice. Gozer's by they Gozer? Credit, yeah, they credit the voice of Gozer, but they don't actually credit her as, like, playing the body hmm. of Gozer, which was kind of weird. Hmm. But she was, I don't know, interesting, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't have strong feelings either way. I wasn't like, wow, she's really cool, or wow, not, you know. It's, this is lame so i don't know it's fine you know yeah i just was like oh that's interesting they got mm-hmm. like her in this but that's all she's doing yeah that's right it's not much of a role it's just kind of sitting around but then then again that's the like gozer's thing <laughs> and gozer i feel like didn't also really didn't do a whole lot you know like for being a god yeah she's not She's not very motivated. No rush. Like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying there. to think. I'm trying to remember what what she actually did. Like she came down from the mountain and then she was going to attack the kids. And that's when she basically walked into the trap. Right. Basically. Well, they the two parents were taken over as what is it? Zool and Viz, Viz Clortho or whatever. I the, guy's name. the minions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're the two dog people, and the kids capture the one. What is it? The mom? I think it's the mom they yeah. free. They, yeah, yeah they then, free their mom. And then they get back to the house, basically. And it's basically repeating the setup that Egon did in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. So you know that the traps are there in the fields. You know that Gozer's coming to get the other minion because... I keep saying she, but, you know, Gozer is Gozer. Gozer's, yeah, Gozer's Gozer. Um, uh, uh, apparently it's a like... woke is a woke god as they uh, <laughs> right. no, no gender yes no gender yep <laughs> it's just like if you were going to declare this movie was made in 2021 then that line right there definitely yep. <laughs> they, like... they 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 use they them pro- pronouns so yep <laughs> well, yeah, whatever it's funny yeah. Uh, but yeah the same thing happens though the trap fails basically mm-hmm. and uh, they get the other dog. The you know mom gets taken back over, and then we get the the big, the big reveal. reveal. Whoa. No, it's a girlfriend. No, it was a girlfriend. The girlfriend oh, was the girlfriend. Yes, the You're girlfriend right. does yeah. get taken yeah. over. Yep. But yes, yeah. we get we get the big reveal. The OG Ghostbusters walking yep. in. Just they all they, they all got their proton in. packs, and they cross the streams. They did. They know exactly what to do too. They just step right up, blast, and cross the streams and. Bustin makes me feel good. Hand handle their <laughs> shit, but so right. So the Ghostbusters show up, right? Mm-hmm. And like the OG crew, because they they kind of get disconnected during the police call or whatever. And he's like, "All right, somehow I'm able to track down like the address. Maybe they knew. Maybe they knew where Egon was the whole time. So they go Somerville. Um, they find the exact location somehow. Probably, I guess, maybe they follow like the." The activity and stuff like that. Oh, they can, uh, they have the internet. In a they da- can find in a day. Mm-hmm. In a okay. day. In a day, uh, Ray is able to get the other two guys, get them to get a fl- fly, convince it's them. It's another thing you stairs. can't think too hard about. Right? No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm being punk here. But, they have to show up at the they show up exact right, at the right moment. Time. Exact right. Exactly. And this is like I think this is the part where a lot of people that it's either gonna really make or break how this movie works for you after you're done. I feel like fans of the original would, would pop for this moment. Like this is what kind of what you're waiting for, right? Like you want to see the original cast back together. I didn't mind it doing their thing, you know? 
I didn't mind it. Like, I, I to me, it's not like a great scene. But like, what are you really supposed to do with right. this? You what know? else could you have done with that? And I yeah. li- and I, 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 I like the shot with Egon lining up with the four guys. Like to me, it's just like it's like a final goodbye to to this because we'll yeah, never see this again. Tribute. And it's fine. It's a tribute. It's it's a tribute shot. It was all a tribute to yeah to Harold and with the new crew and them all doing it together. Um, I thought it was nice. It was fine. I want to say, I know you guys won't appreciate this, but I know if driving D van will, because he's also a dragon ball Z fan. But when Egon shows up and he's because the, the whole, like the final scene, they all got their streams going. And then Egon is basically helping Phoebe. Or, yeah, Phoebe's her name. Well, she's doing yeah. it on her own, which it's a nice scene she's because the other own. guys all got knocked over, and then Phoebe right. turns around and picks up and shoots them by herself, and somehow she's able to do it without being knocked over. Right. Then you and learn Egon that backs her Egon's up. using his ghost powers to help her. So this is which like is a nice. moment in Dragon Ball Z where okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna nerd out here for a second, but Gohan okay. is fighting Cell. He's doing a Kamehameha wave, and then. Goku is his father. He's dead, but he comes up behind him as a ghost and backs him up, and that's how he defeats Cell. So, Dragon okay. D-Van, that's the one for you. But that Whoa. really reminded me of this scene, so it was cool. That one, I yeah. I liked a lot. Um, yep, that was a that. good that was a good but, moment in this final act for sure. What do you it think was of touching what'd... tribute? It was a nice way to say goodbye to Harold. Like I don't know, it was kind of like the tip of the cap, and eh, he could have. Had you, something to say. Well, it was just say, weird that you he think was they not handled, talking. How did you think? Well, how did you think he looked? First of all, CG was fine. Like I thought, it looked pretty, pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird seeing like this era that we're in now, where actors are dead, but we're using their likeness to show them, and it's very weird. But it I'm, is weird. It is. I think what it made it, is, it. Man, I think it made it even better because he was like a ghost, and he had sort of like the shimmery yeah, filter yep, on him. Same thing. So yep. like they, you know. They didn't have to make him look perfectly well, lifelike or anything. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I looked at the actor that that did him, and he actually kind of does look, and he's got the same like nose and eyebrows and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's it did bother me a, a little bit that he didn't have literally any lines though for like how long of the scene it was with him like standing there. He didn't have anything. It was very obvious. Yeah, it was just I mean, like, I wow, they really aren't gonna have him talk. Paying mm-hmm. respect, like you're not gonna have bring in some voice actor to like it try makes and, sense. Try and sound like him, like you're. It's, well, uh, it was very respectful. Because like the what they, they did, did with uh, Rogue One and like I was Leia, gonna say Rogue One that did not. I didn't. That did not look well. Good. With oh Leia, no, but with, with Leia um, with Tarkin Grand Marf, good. With Grand Marf Tarkin though, mm-hmm. the vo- they voiced him and they right. used a CG or of uh, uh, the actor. So I don't know. It's just like I feel I mean, like you can't. It's hit or miss with that stuff, man. Like you want to pay respects, but you also you know want it to look and sound good. Yeah. So it's a tough balance to strike. Um, so I, I, yeah. I think it would have worked better if the scene wasn't so long, you know? There was oh, a, he had to say longer. goodbye to everybody right. in... And he had to I hug, thought Rick he had to hug his daughter. Potter were going to show had, up. And yeah, like, exactly. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It was it was a little too long, but it, it is fine. It's fine because it's not a movie about... It's not like Dave said. It's, like, it's not a film that's going to go down like the greatest film of all time. This is a, a send-off to the old crew... But saying we're going to continue this franchise, I don't think it should, but they are going to anyways. And this is like what they're trying to do with that scene. It's it is fine. Mm-hmm. It's just it's very on the nose. You can just see it. 
it, it is what it is, but no. Overall, I, it didn't it, bother me. It was me, a nice though. moment. It was a good yeah. tribute, for sure. And they even had like the four herald uh, text up there, which was nice. That was nice. Yeah, if if he was involved with the movie in some capacity of his family, or I don't know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I, feel I mean, like I, I I have to assume they had to get permission for his likeness or from whatever. His, yeah, the yeah. state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, he was yeah. so integral. He was so integral. Like you have to address it. You gotta. Mm. You gotta say your goodbyes. You gotta kind of. He's the director of the movie too. Like he didn't he do the first two movies? Like he's a director and a, he might an be actor. a producer. Yeah. He wrote a ton of great movies too. Like it's or wrote kinda, or whatever. Kind of yeah, crazy so like, about it's, how much stuff he did. Yeah, so that's the thing is like because of you that we can do this kind of thing. Yeah, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the I movie mean, ends. But Dave, the, the, well, the we, way it ends. Oh, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Well, I was gonna say like we got we can wrap it up here because Trevor uses his his proton pack to shoot the batteries, which then charge the trash, silo things. Yeah, catch, which capture goes there basically, and that's how mm-hmm. that's kind of how we wrap it up. Well, it captures. It was cool because it like there was like whatever like a thousand ghost traps buried in the dirt or whatever, and then he triggered them all at once, which created this huge, uh, whatever cyclone, and it captured all the ghosts that escaped. Which I thought that was kind of cool, a cool idea. Yeah, now where are you gonna put mm-hmm. them though? I don't know. That's a good. Uh, well, the ghost containment see... unit. Yeah, that uh, ghost containment unit. Wikipedia now. I see what's going on here. So. Yeah, yeah. We get yep. the Peter and Dana Barrett thing well also well i mean the the last scene before any credits sort of sets up the after after credit scene because you see ecto-1 headed back to new york with the ghostbusters theme playing that's yeah that's because of when he took it back yeah he he took it he took it back to new york yep yeah which is cool because yeah yeah, because we get a scene where he's like oh what they do to you baby you're looking rough and then he takes it he, he takes it back yeah, which is cool. I like that, and I, he's a great character, and I, don't, I like that he's kind of carrying the legacy a little bit. But yeah, so the final scene, Dave, is him talking with Andy Potts' character. Mm-hmm. Janine, yeah. Yeah, oh. Janine. And they're just kind of talking about what's going on. He's like, listen, I've I've made a lot of money. I'm I'm loaded. I'm super rich, and but I'll always be a Ghostbuster. So he... He's the one that's kind of supp- supporting. Um, he's gonna like pay Ray, the next Ray's business rent. and all that stuff. Well, yeah, he, but he he buys the he, firehouse. He's actually back. the one that bought the firehouse. Like, what I was gonna Ray say wasn't like, the truth. It says he, that the uh, the ecto containment unit starts flashing red. There's or a blinking red light on. So the he ecto goes in. Yep, yeah, goes into the fire hall and all that stuff. And then he's looking around with the car or something like that or whatever. He it, the camera pans in onto the the chamber mm-hmm. and the light flashes. So you know that's that what he's ready to continue. Like right. they're back in business, and he's gonna. That's what. Even though I don't like know the, 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 the sequel, you know, there's no ghost though. I thought there's no ghost. Well, that's, that's point. I think. Well, that's the thing. It's blinking, so I think they're kind of uh, alluding to like something is going wrong with the containment unit, and they're gonna, you know, escape, start escaping. That's what there's happens. There's ghosts there, and they just left it in the first unattended. One. Right, power on. It's a ghost trap. Well, just... and you know what's even weirder is that they said earlier in the movie that the firehouse was turned into a Starbucks. So No, he was lying. I think I think he was Ray, lying. Okay. Ray just didn't know because he he's also being funded by Winston. Like Winston's taking care of his business. Because he's okay, like, yeah, one day sense. he'll turn a profit or something like that. But he doesn't know what's going on. 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so that, that that's yeah. I think that's Winston probably just thing. said that. Oh yeah, somebody bought it. I don't know. They're putting a Starbucks in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, great. Well, maybe we'll bring them. I mean, I could see them. The old guys coming back again. Just impart some wisdom and let the kids do the heavy lifting, and you know, everybody will have fun there. Hilarity they, will uh, ensue from there. Hopefully, they make it. Like they're getting up there, man. I mean, next one comes out next year, so yeah. Hopefully, Suck it yeah, up, Buttercup. Filming these. more is coming. <laughs> I yeah, I just don't know how much more they could do with those guys. You know, like yeah. they had. Oh, their, I know. When they all die, burn. they all become ghosts, and they, they help shoot. <laughs> so now that we've got like the the reset up of everything, like the, I thought the music in it fit great with the movie. Like I hope they keep that going. Like and going forward, like we don't have to keep rehashing like these same little nods to the first one. We don't have to force awakens the next movie. Exactly. Like, right. They're going to last Jedi. They're going to last Jedi. The next <laughs> no, movie. Please don't. They're going to, I, but you have like the, the foundation for a new franchise set up based on an old franchise. Um, you have some of the actors left, which can still do some work and you've got, you know, a new generation of kids coming in, keeping it fresh. So hopefully they Dude, come up have, with like, exactly an ori- I what see, they did with the, I want to see original yeah. content from here on out. So maybe uh, hopefully now it's not Prince money in Hollywood right now. My Vigo. Vigo from Ghostbusters too. I mean, but. judging, judging by the, like the post post credit scene, we're going to see more of those guys in the next one. That's at least Winston, you know, because yeah. like he was set up as like he bought the firehouse and like and he's a Ghostbuster. He said, right, no yeah, matter he, what, he'll always be a Ghostbuster. And guess where Slimer is? He's probably in that goddamn containment unit. And guess who's coming oh, out? Yeah. He's going to get some street meat, get some hot dogs. And, he's just and then uh, some stuff. What the blowjob ghost is going to come back to? Yep. In the next one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're too young for that still, but. Nice. I did. I did uh, pull my five-year-old after the movie was over because I wanted to see, like, you know, we're passing it on to the next generation. You know, I wanted to see his thoughts on it. I asked him from zero to ten stars what he would give it, and he said, "Infinity stars." Wow. So, that damn, is a that is a glowing review. endorsement. Oh my god, kids are hilarious, man. My kids. We watched half of the movie last night, and then we finished the other half before the podcast, and. I was taking them to summer camp. I'm in the car and they're just full of questions and they're asking questions like, why can you see Chomper, but you can't see Egon? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> a good question. It's a very good question. Maybe they don't you know, want to Why are there good ghosts and then and there's bad ghosts? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, are all the good ghosts captured? Not in, or, or the, Is it just the bad ghosts? I'm like, I don't know. You're asking really good questions. Like, I, like please don't break my brain on Ghostbusters. Dude, like, kids, man. The so, librarian so from literal. the first one, she just wanted to... She just wanted to put books away, yo. But no, my kid said, yeah, Muncher was cool. The tiger monsters were the best part. And Ooh. electric electric girl was cool. Meaning ghost. Electric girl. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> all right, dude, he got it. He, uh, he got what no, he needed cool. to get out of it. So, yep. Hell yeah. So kid I don't approved. Know. Kid approved. That's it is. It is set up. I think it's in good hands. I would like to see it stay with the same director at least. Got it. And. Yeah, yeah I mean, give the guy another shot with the franchise just because oh, yeah. he, he didn't. Well, I mean, this was, yeah, this was the most successful piece of Ghostbusters, uh, whatever yeah. media cost, since the original movie. It cost probably. $75 million and it made 205 So it more than yeah. doubled its money back. So it, it did well enough in the theaters that they're going to keep 
milking on it until it's goes sour. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good to see it back. It's good to see it in good hands. It's good to see a fresh take. So all around, I, I enjoyed it. But Fairly yes. fresh take. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, Force Awakens. It's they did the Force Awakens thing to it. Where yeah, they Listen. rinse, wash, and repeat. But nostalgia, I, I like it. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and mm-hmm. it it works for sure. Hey, I'm the asshole that still wants to see another Gremlins movie. Dude, they'll they, remove Gremlins absolutely. Like you know, I'm surprised I, they haven't. I guarantee they will soon. It, I don't know because we have fucking minions out there now, so we maybe we already have like stupid little critters running around or. Gremlins are evil though. They'll murder a motherfucker. Yeah, Gremlin. Yeah, Gremlins is a weird one because like it's almost branded as a kids movie, but then you watch it and you're like, "What the fuck is this thing?" Yeah, like you see a cute yeah. little, cute little creature, and you're like, "Oh, that's you know, that's cute." Gizmo the kids is, to see it. Gizmo is adorable. He's made to sell toys. That's he's, exactly, exactly. He's like yep. a baby, baby Yoda of the '80s, basically. Yep. They have like Take this amazing through. script of Gremlins somewhere, and the Hollywood sitting on it's just like, are there any? Oh, look how our tail like toy sales going like they're uh they're, they're kind of like taking a dip like what kind of dip like release the gremlins 3 script <laughs> and then right. they can sell all the mugly gremlins 2 is so batshit insane like you talk about franchises going off like that one that one went ins- insane I like, like that movie. I... electric gremlins going through phones and like all sorts of weird they took over the movie yeah that's true. Awesome. I haven't seen it in so long, but that's all. Oh, that's another okay. story. Maybe that's we'll watch that when Christmas rolls around because Gremlins is a Are... Christmas movie. Oh, it's a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie. I like oh. when movies do that. Like last year, we did. Uh, They're selling Christmas Nightmare trees Christmas. in the beginning of the movie, so it's mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. a Christmas movie. So Christmas movie with murderous Gremlins in it. So, yeah. uh, all right, we're going too long here. How uh, you guys got anything else to say about Ghostbusters Afterlife? You enjoyed your time? No, sure. It was a fun movie, and it just makes me want to watch the original again. Yeah, yes. I, I haven't seen it in years. You should refresh yourself. Give yourself that treat because there are so I many. I feel like I just got refreshed so little things from me. This is true. That is How very true. You. All right, great. Well, um, yeah, we'll take a little break, and uh, we got a. Uh, little game to play after this uh when we come back so uh stick around We are back with a game to wrap up this episode um, with how good the, the Ghostbusters music is and how uh, I guess unique it is. I wanted to kind of give you guys a, a change up a little and uh, play a brother round of what's that game? What's that? What's that noise? What's that sound? What's that? What's that song? What's that song? We'll call it that. What the hell's it called? <laughs> we'll call it. What's that song? What's that noise? <laughs> what is all that? Um, 
So I'm gonna play some uh, some themes from uh, movies, and I'm including games in here too. Oh, okay, just because nice. just because we like the video games. So uh, I'll start playing it, and when you guys can have a guess, you just yell out your name, and we'll play first to three. We'll keep it nice and quick and easy. First to three, uh, okay. And I was trying to be, you know, fair because Brandon does edit the podcast and does do music from every single thing that we've covered. So uh, a hint to you guys is uh, we have not done an episode on any of these songs just oh, to try and okay. even right. trying to even the playing ground a little okay. bit for you because i know brandon is the audiophile here so all right let's uh let's start with an easy one you guys ready over there i'm ready got my ears all ready right. get your ear goggles ready here we go the song number one nope brandon. eric ah. eric was first yeah, dude. I did see it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Wake I, mean, we, I thought you'd get there. Yeah, we've been. You know why? It's because the loading on that game used to be really oh, yeah. bad, and you would hear this song. <laughs> dude, I'll fall asleep to this music while it's loading. <laughs> it, it does. I was hoping to throw you off with a Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that, but that was good. Guys, that was good. Click yep. on that one. It was All right. recent, recent in my mind. So yeah. Eric on the board with one. Um. Let's jump over to uh, here. Question number two. Hmm. Oh, this is nice. It's a jam, right? Yeah. Oh. Eric? That's another game. Yeah. This does sound like a game. I want to say, I don't think it's right, but it sounds like Tetris Effect. Nope. No. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, Rocket League. No, that's a good. Uh, that is a good guess. Right? You're on the you're on the right track. It has video game roots. Eric. Yeah. Is it Wreck-It Ralph? This is Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, baby. That was a big hint. Video game roots. Yeah, nice. All right, let's try something a little more. I guess. What was it like the credits? No, it's just the main theme mm. there. Um, let's see. We've gotten a game, a game, movie. Um, sounds like the next one's going to be a movie, Eric. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be too easy on you guys, though. So at the at the same time, what's um, the struggle? Well, I, technically, I only need one more to win. First of three. Uh, I'm getting my butt kicked. That is true. Maybe maybe we'll extend it. But we'll see. All right. Ready for question number three? All right. Yes. Do it. Brandon? Eric. Brandon first. What? That's Super Mario Brothers. Oh. Which one? Uh, that would be... Ooh. That's going to be the third one? That is correct. Oh, come on. You should have... Right out of the game. You, you should have got him wrong with Super Mario Brothers. Why? No, uh, just clarification. I didn't, yeah. Uh, 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 I knew it was from Super that's, Mario Brothers. Uh, that's the overworld of, of Super, Mario, Super Mario World. Or, I'm Super Mario 3. Right. Okay. That's fine. 
Oh, Good. you're hung up because no, I said no, Super, Mario, Super Mario Brothers? Is it not yeah, Super Mario Brothers that 3? Super Mario Brothers is the was panel. Your the judges asked for clarification. You're good. Alright, so if it's Star Wars, you can't say Star Wars. You have to say Attack yeah, of the Clones. Yeah. Alright. 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 Because well, that is not the music from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> but no, I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, you want to. Uh... <laughs> Wait, say uh, nothing. <laughs> I'll go with this one. Go ahead. Ready? Oh, that's definitely really? Ghostbusters. Okay, yeah. Right. All right. The Quick piano. One, yeah. I, cause I listened to the soundtrack with the kids after uh, picking them up from camp. Ooh. We rocked out to the album okay. for a little bit. All right. Oh, okay. I thought that was gonna be a deeper cut. I thought that was gonna be a little. All right. Now it's we got two each. Two two. Now it's a game. Alright, let me find a let me find a real brain buster here for you. We'll try. Ready? Yep. For uh, the fifth and final question. Here we go. Brandon? Eric. Brandon got in there. No way. Yeah, that's terminated. Two. Specifically judgment day. Okay, finished it off. I think I was first, but that is correct. Uh, I'll take the loss. <laughs> I mean, we can do. We can. Do no, I won. I'm out of here. Last time I did this, I lost. I, uh-huh. Last time I, I haven't won in forever. And the last time I went like, well, let's, let's well, go a little bit longer, and I got my ass whipped. We'll see you on the record. Well, I was gonna say, Brandon oh, well, edits the podcast, so you can make it sound however you want. <laughs> like but I think I was first later. on on both of those. Titanic. <laughs> okay, man. This is tough to do because it's, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Save so it. Congratulations, we'll it Brandon. Congratulations. Yeah, I have a whole list here of all sorts of stuff that we can listen to, but only in 30 second bits. But all right, cool. Well, hey, if people want to submit for suggestions for uh, the next time we do it, they can email us. No man's at fans yeah. at themes, themes are always good. I'm always looking for free content, so please. Send in your requests or episodes or things you want to see us cover, games you want to see us play, anything like that. But uh, Eric, how can they get a hold of us? Uh, sure. You can find us uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Nomads of Fantasy. You can go to the Nomads of Fantasy.com for all your nomad needs. You can email us, like Brandon said, Nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com for any questions, comments, suggestions, game suggestions, all that good stuff. What about um, their nomad needs? All, all of them. I said it. All their nomad needs oh, okay. at the nomadsoffantasy.com. Okay. Um, and <laughs> we're getting stickers soon. That's an exciting stickers thing. Stickers coming. Coming Brandon in hot. Yeah. some stickers for I us. I got so. stickers. Yeah, they look sweet. Yeah. yeah. It looks like yeah. a, a Hopefully... Legend of Zelda tile with our logo. Yeah, they are cool. cool. Um, been working on the merch store, too, so... Hopefully we'll we'll be sharing that soon as well. We got some stuff. Custom in the works. art, yeah. There's more to come. I have a list mm-hmm. of things I want to be making. So yeah, there's cool stuff. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Got some stuff in that works. Oh, and hop in the Discord, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. Do not forget that. So next week uh, we'll be covering Ghost in the Shell, which should be fun to get back into the anime zone again. Mm-hmm. So we should ever. Let's get out of here for tonight. Yeah. Um, say good night, Eric. Uh, as always, safe travels, no mats. <laughs> Thank you. You're supposed to say good night, Eric. Get it?
Egon was brains. Ray was the heart. Peter just kept it cool. <laughs> Who are you? The sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> You've done very well for yourself. A lot of shelf space. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't do it for me. I do it for my kids, and I want to be an example of what's possible. You still covering the rent at Ray's bookshop? Ray's gonna turn a profit one of these days. <laughs> I remember the day you came in. I came in looking for a steady paycheck. But busting ghosts with the guys taught me not to be afraid. But I had the tools and I had the talent. I started this business with one employee and I've grown it into a thriving global enterprise. I may be a businessman, but I will always be a Ghostbuster.